0: Hello and welcome to Starter Set. My name is Ed Sylvester. And my name is Sam Bradley. And welcome to the show that takes you deeper into the pages of Donjones y Dragones. Love that read. I like that. It's for an international
1: audience that I'm not sure exists because I'm not sure that was Spanish. Um, Find us on social media. Twitter, we are Starter Set Show. And on Facebook and Instagram, we are Starter Set Podcast. Today... We are delving into Enchanter's Corner.
0: Enchanter's
1: Corner! Which uh, which class are we making items for? So this we
0: are making some magical items for our lovely clerics. Yep.
1: Uh, now you can go back to, I think it was episode
0: 18. 18. Um,
1: of the original show. Uh, if you want to know about clerics, we did a full breakdown there. But without further ado...
0: Okay. So obviously clerics we're looking at um casters we're looking at usually the healer of the group but um the big one that we can obviously pull inspiration from is real life on this stuff we're talking uh you know relics um relink wreaths blah 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 you can look at any sort of uh religion throughout the, the history and you're going to see and find some and i use um air quotes here magic item uh, you know a thorn from the crown of Jesus is said to cure any ailment, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right? The Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. The biggest magic item, uh, religious magical item of them all. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> so, you, yeah. yeah. Take that. If you're going to do it, if you're going to get involved with it, obviously just have a little look see at our history, and I'm sure that will help you make out your own magic items. Now, with further ado, shall I start or shall you start? Um, can I start? I think you started last week. Okay, yeah. I give you Samuel Bradley's clerical magic item!
1: (laughs) Okay, so here it comes. As the link between worlds, the realms, and all things, clerics are frequently in need of some way to travel quickly and easily between the planes. Of course, non-clerics are naturally jealous of such abilities and have often sought to copy them. Will this end badly? Yes, it will the seat of many places is one such crudely produced item since the dawn of time there were rumors of a tree that existed simultaneously in all places at once every realm of reality the tree which has gone by many names over the years has been studied by many clerics and academics but all of them have invariably gone mad or disappeared entirely without warning while the tree's history is varied And solid knowledge is sparse. Many agree that the tree sits or sat, I should say, on a weak point between many planes of existence and that the magic drifted in through the rift had given the tree certain magical abilities. The tree was thought to be a myth originally until very vain explorer Bartholomew Rutt spent his considerable, considerable wealth tracking down the tree. And when he couldn't work out its secrets, promptly chopped it down out of anger. This is not a cleric. He's just a fucking angry dude with a map. During the process, the tree fell on him, wounding him to the point where he couldn't escape the dense forest. So instead, he forged a life from himself in the forest, going every bit as mad as many who had preceded him. Over the next 15 years before he died, Rutt decided to begin carving and crafting items from the tree. This is where it gets good. One such item was a small three-legged footstool which Rutt sat on one day as, in his madness, he set fire to the entire forest. While he was instantly killed, the stool remained undamaged, found with Bart's toasty skeleton atop it a few months later. That's the stool. That's the item. After discovering the, After discovering the stool, it was discovered that sitting on the stool and focusing one's mind could transport the sitter to any plane of reality. However, however... As with all stolen magic, there is a price. This ring is really good. Price. There's always a price because, or else, this, I'm a very aware that this item would probably break anyone's game. But we plow on. If a cleric sits on the stool, because of their link with the other world, they will be able to transport themselves to any plane of existence they choose. Right? Mm. But if the stool is used by a non cleric, right? Yeah. They have to roll the dice, uh, d20, I guess. Uh, with each number representing a different plane of existence. You can roll more than once, but the amount of rolls that you get is uh, your wisdom divided by three, with a minimum roll of one. Right? Okay. Nice. What, what, whatever they roll, that's where they end up. It is possible to transport yourself back, but only if you roll the connect, correct number pertaining to the uh, the real world, the plane that you're originally in there you go
0: amazing okay I like this um, there's a couple of things that I really like from the story wise
1: well there's uh, a caveat as well here's the thing okay. you can only use the stool uh, once every two in game days because the enormous amount of power however yeah the player cleric or otherwise if you say you just fall out of the sky into the plane of water and you're like I'm drowning you can sacrifice 20 hit points to make uh, another roll again
0: okay so is that is that almost like um it's kind of like a representation of the of the mental fortitude required to kind of focus and get this that thing so damage yeah. wise we're we talking psychic damage on that then
1: uh, yeah 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 for yeah. sure you have to really uh, you have to really focus
0: nice i like that i always like a bit of randomization it's kind of it's similar to that of the banished spell in mm-hmm. that you uh, randomly turn up on a different plane of existence but almost one that you've triggered yourself which <laughs> I think's even more fun um, Whilst, so I like I like that it's made for clerics but I reckon the people that would get the most fun, and I use that in a in a loose term out uh, of this are the ones who aren't actually clerics kind of using it and going oh, I could go anywhere, see you what,
1: later what if Doctor Who was a drunk driver basically
0: yeah, nice, no, very good I like that as well. Joe, I also like about the tree um, and about it uh, simultaneously existing in any place ever. Um, It's got a real Idrisil kind of uh, feeling to it. Uh, What's that? That is the tree. uh... Oh, Sam, come on. No, you're you're Thor. Oh, is that the tree of worlds? Right, okay. Exactly. So it's the tree that Odin hung himself from. It's the tree that basically connects all worlds together. Mm-hmm. um In Norse mythology, so it can that can work really, really well from a yeah. numerical point of view.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it would be something that would probably have been worshipped at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely, but we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I just like the idea of you know you get into some serious shit and you're ambushed.
0: Use the stool! Use the stool!
1: what the hell are you talking about hold my hand to sit down and shut up but there are goblins in the next room shut up and let me focus and they just pop and they just poof,
0: nice okay so it's, it's like a it's a it's a free plane shift spell when potentially you don't have access to those that mm-hmm. level spell You're in your thing and cool I mm-hmm. like that and I like the potential randomness for those who, who want to risk it things are so bad here that I'm willing to just poof, over there and not really know where I'm going to end up Oh, Nine Hells. This is fun. (laughs) Wicked.
1: All right. And we did do a series of shows, actually, for new listeners. We did do a series of shows on planes of existence and all that kind of stuff a little while back. So if you are sort of mystified as to what we're referring to or what exactly the different planes are, check it out. I think it was like 20 shows ago. He says,
0: guessing almost entirely. Just pulling it out of (laughs) of our hat. Um... (laughs) nice one okay so i've gone for i've gone for a uh expendable item we'll call it that but i've actually gone i've focused purely on uh the clerical uh forge clerics right okay so so their deities are all about uh you know forge creation artisan artisanal um you know jewelry that kind of thing <coughs> i give you the final strike of Il marianne Ooh mm. like that 3 days so much change in 3 days the city of Hamar has endured sieges before but nothing like this the dom- <clears throat> the demonic horde that undulates before the great walls has such abandon with the vile street with the vile creatures throwing themselves at the standing gates with little care of life or death greyla had been working her forge for 3 days solid now Hammer rarely at rest, great bellows pumping. The first day she lost her bellows boy to a strain necrotic force that rotted him from the inside. Ooh. Since then, it had just been her, mending dented breastplates, notched blades, and re-ringing chainmail still slick with the blood of the previous wearer. The worst part of it all was the noise. In the short times where Greylar paused in her work to eat and drink, the noise of the horde was horrible they had moved her portable forge closer to the standing gates so repairing the instruments of war they were returned to defenders as fast as possible and the the cacophony created by the insane gibbering demonic collection was enough to drive anyone mad also saying that sentence three times fast can do the same thing (laughs) truth be told it was the one thing that kept her working as the rings of her hammer helped quell the noise and its repetitive nature help gave a solid something to hold on to she finished patching a breastplate that had been badly crushed out of shape returning it to one of the quartermasters who had been passing out equipment onto the front lines at the start they had had enough pieces to kit all the defenders now there were many spares too many for comfort for hours she'd worked her trade sweat mixing with charcoal drenching her skin the solid sound of her hammer a continuous bell across the thoroughfare so much so she almost didn't notice the silence the silence so thick so pregnant and gorged with potential had consumed the city and the besieging forces it stretched on like the last breath of a like the last held breath of a drowning man the following boom was so massive and all-consuming it was as if the very ground had split The standing gates were blasted to pieces with most of the courtyard defenders annihilated by the force. Grayler's forge was torn asunder and she was thrown to the ground. Standing in the gap between the torn ramparts a fiend of such huge size and power stood and the heat radiating off off its skin was uh, was enough that it could be felt across the courtyard. The creature itself resembled a great ape close to 25 feet tall. Long pink-blue muzzle, its lips drawn back in a howl of hunger and victory. Down its back, a mane of green fire ran. It laughed as it tore defenders apart like rag dolls, reminding Graylar of time spent making corn dolls with her sister and then tearing them apart in glee. In a moment, the fiend had consumed or thrown aside the men and women of the guard and began to stride across the courtyard, laughing maniacally. Still on the floor, Graylar gripped her smith's hammer. A short handle and a head made purely for creation. She would lay down her life in defense of this city. For those men and women, for the bellows boy and for her sister. The creature watched her stand, take her hammer and charge. It paused for a moment, inhaled, and then streams of bale fire were poured over the brave woman. Till all that left were charred remains and a pool of molten metal. It's a positive one, this one. The creature let out a gleeful howl, going to make its way further into the city. Then... Ding. 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 A noise cuts through the din. Quiet at first, then louder and louder, increasing in volume till it's heard across the whole city, and then in one final huge crescendo, the ground begins to tremble. The creature turns to where the body of its last victim lay, only to see a... only to see a woman standing encompassed all in liquid metal. She extends her hand and the hammer blow sounds. The creature is no more. The sound of that hammer rung long and loud that day, till finally falling quiet with the horde broken. Graylar herself was never seen or heard from again, and counted as one of the lost. That's it. Holy so, shit, dude.
1: I brought a Fucking magical footstool to the table. You let me walk into that one. That was well, fucking brilliant. That was they, so good. You enjoyed that, was that. The best one we've ever done.
0: <laughs> well, thank, uh, thanks, Sam. So, final strike of Ilimarin. So, Ilmarinen is the god, right? So, this is the god of the forge, um, and it's ultimately taking. If you imagine, you're going to find an item which is much like liquid mercury or something like that, held in a container. Now. If a Cleric of the Forge, and this is very specific, I will give you that, or let's say within a party containing a Forge Cleric, somebody Mm -hmm. dies, right? You can use this magical item to reincarnate them for the next in-game minute. During that time, they are invulnerable, and as one action, they can point at a creature and cause, uh, I think I said something like 20d10 or just 100
1: 100 yeah, hit points.
0: Psychic damage? Crazy. To, oh, actually, do you know what's better? Because it's a ding. Um, thundered damage is probably better. Because that's <laughs> that's a... Uh, onto that creature. Once that one minute is up, however... They are dead. And they cannot be brought back by any means. For they have oh. gone to the halls of illimarin
1: Dude.
0: Oh fucking end the show there
1: yeah you like that oh but, but I, I, I bet i bet i bet they wish they had a fucking magical <laughs> footstool <laughs> get um, out of there if she had yeah. that footstool she'd be out she'd be gone you see you bitches later like thump gone that was <laughs> well, really good man. i like that, that i like that a lot
0: um yeah <clears throat> so I was that, there that,
1: I was there. That was such good storytelling. You're in that one. Uh, so, so what is the item exactly? Is it just a fucking locket or something?
0: So it could be, um, it could be a locket. It could literally be like a, a potion bottle. It the the item itself. I mean, I think it has such a positive quality. I feel like either it can only be really awarded by um, Ilmarin, Il uh, Ilmarin, or like uh, a planetar or, or a representative of mm-hmm. that deity. Um, Which could be in a, you know, it could be in a in a chest, it could be in a bottle, it could be in like a, um, a, and because he's sort of a forge domain kind of thing, you'd be looking at something which is obviously massively ornate metal, something interesting. It could even be like a a hammer, but in the pommel of the hammer there is this liquid that sort of sloshes around in the bottom kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's that on that front. You know, point of great sacrifice, and then. That's a really ding, good. Ding, ding.
1: That's a really good story arc. If one of your guys goes down. They've been a bit of an asshole for the whole game, and then you're getting torn apart by a dragon in a dungeon. It's the final level. Everyone's dying. and It's
0: like ding, and you're like, oh shit, bitch! No, you don't. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's where that's where you want to use it. And the the nice thing I like about this is Dungeons and Dragons is all about creating those stories with uh, stories. <clears throat> Stories with your friends, right? The stuff that you'll talk about forever and ever and ever. And I think this item in itself uh, will always do that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Do you remember that time where ultimately that guy sacrificed himself for the greater good? And yeah, um, yeah. You know, and blast it through. Yeah, of course I do. That was amazing. Bish bash bosh. Because you'll get to a point where you'll all be in like a foxhole
1: with the hordes bearing down. It's like, well, we have this thing, but. One of us has to has to die to use it, and it's like, well, pff, you stay. Look yeah, after yeah. the children. We don't have any children. Sh- look after the children. Make some children and look
0: after them. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all like right, it, man.
0: So that that's Enchanters' corner. That that's our that's those are our clerical magic items. Uh, once again, like I, I try to keep away, and I think we should try and keep away from sort of uh, weapons. Which I think is is working quite nicely because as we would discuss, like weapons themselves are always gonna be a I do this amount of magical damage, or it teleports me, or it does something like that. That's fine. Um, there's just so many of them out there. So that, that stuff mm-hmm. that's a bit more interesting is I feel like it adds a bit more. Um cool. All right, next, shall we do shall we bring the show to a close with a little bit of last orders? Let's do it, man. Play that jingle Last orders. Wicked. I feel like you're in a little bit of shock there, Sam.
1: I was fucking I was there. I was behind the gate, I felt it. I knew the sister. <laughs> all right, last orders, do Jing- oh, the jingle. Fucking tailspin. Last, last orders. Last orders. Last orders. All right, buddy, um, where do clerics yeah. drink?
0: Where do cleric, oh, I don't think clerics drink. Oh, where
1: right, Where do the fun clerics
0: drink? All right, that's last orders. see cleric.
1: you later. <laughs> no, 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 that's the bar, the fun cleric. And
0: the joke oh, is no yeah. clerics
1: ever go in there.
0: So uh hang on if it's if it's there's no clerics ever go in there, is this a sort of it's a brothel? Um, yeah, exactly. is that what we're thinking here? Well, you know, I, th- I think there is definitely you could definitely spin clerics in such a way that you can be you know Aphrodite, right or or okay, that's love. So let's let's sort of separate that. and if it's a brothel, there's probably kind of a lusty element in there. But you know, mm-hmm. this brothel could be ye oldie Tinder, which we know everybody kind of meets on there now, right? <laughs> Aphrodite is the
1: name of the cleric. The one cleric that actually goes in there is the woman that runs it. Her name is Lady Aphrodite. Sounds sure. fucking hot, actually. Oh, um, no. oh, what she's have you done. What? I'm just world built. Oh, oh! I've got this <laughs> magic forge, and I can make Sam cry inside. Well, I'm gonna make you cry, <laughs> but not from your eyes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Lady cool. Aphrodite she runs it and she's a cleric but she turned her back on it literally and was just like no thanks I'm going to go and worship the sins of the flesh
0: <laughs> okay I mean you're taking it real dark there I mean it, that that works quite nicely I like that too she saw um, something so bad as a cleric that running a brothel was better okay nice the nice thing there is as well is is it's for those for those characters or for those parties where they're a little bit beyond help. You know, what I mean I think we I think you're beginning to see we're beginning to see a lot more um anti-heroes in general. I actually think the classic um, sword and board I'm a good guy kind of hero is way more rare than I've got a dark and brooding past and man Oh, I've seen some stuff. If you know what I mean, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's good for both of those types because you have mm-hmm. the "I'm a good guy" guy who uh, may get a little bit of an awakening. <laughs> oh, um,
1: sure. I'll be a good girl too.
0: Oh God, Sam! <laughs> what? Does
1: it, it does it confuse you how easily I slipped into that character? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and then it gives that uh, it gives the uh, oh my God, I'm so dark and brooding that guy. Uh, it gives him a chance to be dark and brooding, if you know what I mean.
1: You can come and brood with me.
0: Is it? Is it you just saying whatever they want to do, but can do it with them?
1: My my mother
0: died last week.
1: Mm, my mother's dead too. Ooh. <laughs> oh <God. laughs>
0: right, with that, let's bring the show to a close. Oh my god as always guys thank you so much for listening and i hope you've enjoyed uh, another episode of starter set enchanters corner if you have enjoyed the show please do leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening to this basically creates some sort of magical internet trail that will allow people to find the show easier um and hey if you enjoyed it they'll probably enjoy it right right sure sounds about right excellent Thank you so much for listening. As always, we've been Starter Set. You've been our listeners. Roll well, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Don't mind the goblin. He just likes to watch. Mmm.